Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Welcome to the It's Karmic podcast with me, your host, Vika Bradford. Today, we are talking all about abundance. As we are approaching the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction coming up in April, we're feeling the level of intensity build around the conversation of abundance, of excess, of overwhelm, of spiritual transcendence. So many things are being highlighted because we have dear Jupiter and Neptune playing into this field together in the scope of Pisces. So as we're tapping into these frequencies, there are things we need to note and sort of bring into clarification to understand how all these energies come together, right? Because Pisces as a sign is the ending of the Zodiac, right? It's the the point where we land at the end. We come into completion, right? That's why Pisces wants to dissolve. That's why Pisces does dissolve. And so we, when we land in that last sign, we as humans, as cyclical energy beings come into a completion mode. However, that looks like for you in your karmic process currently, um, your life focus at the time, it is an ending. Okay. So when we move through an astrological year, starting in Aries season and moving through all the way through to Pisces, we move through a cycle. And within that yearly cycle, we have our transits, we have our own experience of what's happening within our charts, within the collective. And so the multi-layering of information that's coming through is endless. So when we're tapping into something and we think, I'm just working with one transit right now. We need to remember that's never true. There is a constant work of transiting activity going on in your chart. And then there is the layers of the seasons, the cycles, and the astrological new year. So we're always in uh, a phase, right? So whether that's a spring phase of creation and birth, whether that's the summer of celebration, whether that's the fall of harvesting, and coming into that winter that we all experience personally of completion. And when we move through these cycles, we, we get the honor and privilege of being aware of the energies through astrology, through the cosmos and how they mirror and reflect energies back to us. Right? So in this moment, we have heightened clarity of the completion energy of Pisces. But not only are we working with the completion energy of Pisces, it's also sort of where we dissolve into the cosmic womb, where we connect back to our spiritual selves. I say with Pisces a lot, Pisces energies and people who have a lot of Pisces energies sort of remember the the cosmic womb space. They remember being in the ether, in the bliss, right? Living here on earth is a little bit too 3D for a Pisces. And so they find ways of trying to get back to that bliss state because they remember it so deeply. Um, And 
it's almost like a child trying to get back into the mother's womb because it felt safer there. It felt safer to float and exist in the primordial mush that was um, being nothing or sort of being everything without the boundaries that the 3D world brings, right? And that is really what Virgo does for us is brings those 3D boundary um, energies of Pisces down to earth. There's many layers into that and other earth signs as well. But when we're working with Pisces, we are talking about our spiritual connection to source, to God, whatever God means to you, um, to something beyond ourselves, something higher than ourselves. When we hit that 12th house, it is boundless. Okay. So thinking of Pisces as the ocean, as Neptune, it is boundless. So we're working with this energy right now. And then we have Jupiter coming in this beautiful, beautiful energy of expansion and growth, but also of excess and Neptune coming in the energy of Pisces. I mean, both rule Pisces, Jupiter being the traditional ruler, Neptune being the current or uh, modern ruler and both create the energy of Pisces together. One is excessive. It is um, a little bit more indulgent Jupiter and Neptune is a little more disillusioned, dreamy, transcendent, blissful, but both are seeking to uh, gain spiritual knowledge, spiritual awareness. And that's where we are right now. And in this spiritual awareness, spiritual knowledge, gift of awakening, we have Jupiter come in and expand all of that, right? Expand and witness all of the energies and grow all of the Piscean vibes that we're in. So this could look like a massive ending, right? It could look like a massive completion stage, or it could look like a massive awakening, a massive connecting point. And the, the level of abundance that comes in is in that Jupiter brings abundance, he brings excess. And so we get to tap into what is abundance for us. And what are we calling in at this very auspicious time that only happens every 200 years, right? So this is the once in a lifetime moment. I know we hear that a lot in astrology. And if you're tapping into a astrologer who really is tapping into the depth of the work and transits, um, they're going to be working with more powerful transits all the time, right? Being more conscious of uh, what is actually a portal and what is not. Although we are constantly moving through portals because it's just the reality of living in this quantum world. So what I wanted to talk about today was diving into new ways of finding karmic flaws within your chart. And actually flaws, I don't like the word flaws. Let's remove that and tap into finding the karmic wounding, the karmic patterns that we are ready to release and heal. So for me right now, there's some stuff coming up and it's all about abundance. It's all about financial abundance, um, karma, ancestry, and so much more. You might be having every other things come up right now because you're being transited in a different way. So to preface all of this, I have been moving through a Chiron Pluto transit for the last two years um, in opposition and uh, moving through this into this portal that we're in right now, there is an awakening as I have sort of been released from the pressure pot of Pluto opposing my Chiron, which is 
um, in cancer. So very ancestral, right? Mother wounding, mother trauma, mother karma, uh, family karma, family wounding. It's all that stuff coming up to the surface, which Pluto will do. And now in this moment of revelation, awareness, clarity as Jupiter and Neptune come together with all the energy we have in Pisces right now. So what I was seeing within my own chart, because I study my chart every single day, uh, and I find new pieces of myself every single day. So let me just preface with using your chart as a study method to your own soul is going to liberate your life. It's going to change the way you connect to the world, the way you see the world, because you will start to see the patterns carry through of what is in alignment, out of alignment. Are you living on your soul path? Are you living toward your destiny points? Are you falling into your karmic, um, karmic pitfalls or traps sort of and traps isn't even the right word, but your karmic wounding. Are you tripping up over the same thing over and over and over? And often you're going to know and be like, God, I've lived this cycle so many times, right? I have done this so many times. For instance, right now, my husband and I are in the same repeated cycle of housing here in British Columbia. We end up in something we're not happy with that has a lot of noise. There's not a lot of peace going on in this situation. And then our landlord decides to either sell or renovate or do something which puts us in even less of a peaceful state. And we're back to the drawing board looking for a new place to live. So this is a theme that has repeated three times over the last three years. I guess we're going on four years now um, that I must witness and allow clarity to come to the surface. And clarity is actually one of the words that I'm working with, with this Jupiter Neptune conjunction. So looking at my chart, I was tapping into the abundance codes and shameless plug-in. If you haven't looked into joining me for my next three month mastermind, the abundance codes, do it because I'm doing this work on myself right now. I've been doing it for a long time and I'm going as deep as I possibly can right now. And what I'm finding is mind blowing. So I'm going to show you a little piece of that right now. So looking into my chart and tapping into Jupiter, uh, Jupiter has just really been on my mind lately, naturally with his (laughs) intensity right now, but looking into Jupiter and this is not a sign of deeply worked within my own chart. You know, I look at people's Jupiters all the time, but I haven't really looked at mine uh, because my Jupiter personally is uh, it's in my 10th house. It's conjunct my moon, my South node and my mid heaven at five degrees Leo. And I, you know, I always just thought, wow, I have Jupiter in my, my 10th house conjunct my mid heaven and my moon. How lucky I must be in my career. (laughs) And I was reading a book the other day, Uh, all about the moon. And it made a really good connection about the moon Jupiter conjunction or moon Jupiter placements, um, creating turmoil in someone's life because the, the moon represents sort of the mother, not even sort of, it represents the mother. And what is connected to the moon or touching the moon is what we meet as a child. So me seeing this, this, conjunction of my moon and Jupiter made me really connect into the mother wound within me and the overreactions that can happen with an excessive energy like Jupiter. Yes, there is luck. Yes, there is faith. Yes, there is optimism and hope. 
Yes, that energy might cheer you on, but it, when it's linked into something like the moon, it also means it's a bit of a roller coaster. And this also means that your relationships might be a bit of a roller coaster coaster. Your mother wound might be an up and down thing, right? So safety, the moon, security, stability, uh, nourishment might not be stable because Jupiter is not stable. Jupiter is always expanding. And if it's not expanding, it's frustrated, right? So this, this connection point actually creates a emotional roller coaster within my life. And that emotional roller coaster is linked into my midheaven, right? My success in the world, which has always felt like a bit of a roller coaster itself, and then link it in with my South node. Um, there is a layer of karmic patterning linked into my faith, my optimism, my hope. But the layer I found that really expanded my consciousness around my own karmic wounding here was that my Chiron is conjunct my Jupiter. They are 10 degrees, so they're a wide conjunction, but nonetheless, there is something here, okay? With my Chiron at 25 degrees Cancer, we have more revelations around mother wounding, family wounding, family trauma. In the ninth house, we know this is belief systems, okay? And with Chiron, when I'm working with Chiron, I know it's old, old wounding. I know this is not something this soul, so me in this instance, this soul has been doing, it's not a fresh wound, okay? Chiron's old and it runs deep inside us karmically. It's something we've been doing for many, many, many lives. And then when I link that in to the fact that I have this conjunction of Jupiter, abundance or what I could be calling in abundance in my, uh, my career, right. My, my status, the legacy I want to leave in this world as a Leo mid heaven, but then linking it back to the moon. We have more conversations around money, around the mother, around family and around ups and downs and the roller coaster. So What I'm seeing from this, and then I'm linking this all around my chart into parts of myself that I know, like my North Node Aquarius in my fourth house, my IC being an Aquarius needing to liberate. There's so many other points that I can connect this back to, to confirm. That's what we do, right? We just confirm over and over and over in astrology. Your chart will just constantly confirm. Is there something around my ancestral generational lineage and belief systems of money, of abundance, of safety, of security, all this stuff in my 10th house saying, I have adopted karmic beliefs from past lives, from generational trauma, um, from ancestral information that tells me I must work hard for money or I am not safe. And that Chiron tells me that those belief systems, 12th house, those outdated, wounded belief systems around abundance, linking it into Jupiter, are holding me back from being the most desirable, not even desirable, from having the most desirable, 
relationships, who abundance that I possibly can. And link this in with myself. Now we know that this has been going on for many, many lives. So a fun little fact about me is there is a, a person within history um, that I know in my soul that I was in my past life. I've, I've known it since I was a child. I'm not going to drop any names here because <laughs> it's a little bit out there. Um, but I, I've known that since I was a child. And then there are many, many memories of being royal, of being um, in palaces, in these situations where I am of royal blood. Um, there's also a lot of ancestry within my mother's line around being nobles. Uh, and this shows up as my, my Leo, South Node, Moon, Jupiter, Midheaven, all the things in Leo, um, my karmic placements there. And there is some sort of link that I was discovering with another goddess in a session the other day, a personal session around my belief system that my success, my monetary support system, my security, my link to having wealth is part of the downfall of my family, part of the downfall of my security, part of the downfall of me. And when I was in this session with this beautiful soul, I'll link her in the show notes. Um, I was seeing myself in sort of, what, what would they be called? Um, like passageways in pyramids in Egypt. And in these pyramids, I was, I was seeing myself walk through them as she was helping me actually with a vow of poverty release. And I was seeing myself there and something inside me as I sat in that meditation with her in that release, in that cutting of cords, um, I saw and felt the knowing that I had been doing this since Egypt, since these, these times oh, that predate everything we know. I felt myself there. I knew myself there. Um, and I knew that this vow, this vow of poverty, this vow of my success, my wealth, my, uh, my abundance being a part of my, my downfall. And when I leaned into that abundant state, something would sort of pull the rug out beneath my feet. My family would suffer. I would suffer. Um, my mother wounding would be linked into this. And I don't know much past that right now. I, I'm looking to do more regressions into this cycle because it links back to my last life, or I think it's my second last life on earth as this, um, this royal and the loss of my family. It's one of the most tragic stories in history, um, but it all links back together. And when I see this in the chart, when I see this repeated conversation, I know that there is a karmic wound around the conversation of abundance, around my, my connection to it and what abundance actually means, right? And these, these poverty codes we take, these poverty vows we make in lives because of whatever it was, right? Spiritual persecution, spiritual beliefs, um, beliefs that money is evil, beliefs that um, we are not worthy of money. And that's been a big thing too, for me over the last couple of months, I've been working in a mastermind and coming into my heart space. I realized that the energy of receptivity was quite closed within me. It was quite 
uh, a fearful state, you know, that I wasn't worthy of receiving. And now here I am, you know, releasing these vows of poverty, releasing these, these, this coding within me that says I can not have, or I must stay in a state of lack because of some vow I took in a past life. Now I'm, I'm ready to release that. And I'm feeling uh, this complete shift into a new timeline. I know it's like I literally stepped over a threshold and moved into uh, new earth or my new earth or whatever you want to call it. You know, I don't like to get stuck in the term new earth. Uh, I, I, I like to get stuck in the terms of a peaceful life, a peaceful state, a timeline of peace and love and, and hope and positive abundant flow. So this is kind of what has been revealed to me. And as I mentioned, the confirmation within my chart is uh, tenfold. And that's what we really do as astrologers, as people who are interested in, in the study of the psychological shadow karmic effect of our cosmic rhythms, is we see these repeated patterns. We dive into them consciously all the time in the in the knowing and the desire of discovering what can exalt us. So now, for instance, my work is to really dive into what does abundance actually mean to me? And what does the life I want to lead really look like, right? And questioning where I've been living out of alignment, where I've been giving away my power, where I see those roller coaster Jupiter cycles within myself, where I get overconfident, overindulgent, uh, lazy. <laughs> Leo, okay? Leo is one of the signs that can get super lazy. And if you put your Jupiter and Leo conjunct your mood and all that other stuff, laziness could be a, a attribute because there is a karmic signature within a Leo that has sort of these karmic placements um, that life should be easy and everything should be handed to you on a silver platter because so many lives you had that, right? These royal, noble, high blood entertainers, famous people with the Leo signature of shining come from, let's say, past life lineages of having everything handled, handed to them. And often we're here to humble ourselves. So if you have a big Leo signature, especially moon, south node, uh, Saturn, what else am I missing here? Um, Saturn, Chiron, there is some sort of, actually, I'm going to take Chiron. Eh, no, we'll leave Chiron in there. Um, there is sort of a need for humbling. And I want you to note that even as we humble ourselves, and this is for all signs, Yes, we all need to humble ourselves a little bit when it comes to something, but that doesn't mean we go into vows of poverty. That doesn't mean we play small. That doesn't mean that we give away our power or our abundance or our positive flow of desire because we're humbling ourselves, right? It's like we get to have it all, but we need to find clarification on what it all means to you versus what it all means to me. And that's going to look very different because your cosmic signature is so much different, so much bigger, not bigger, so much more. Those aren't the words I want. It's because, because your because your cosmic signature is different than mine, because your star is aligned different than mine. And that is the beauty of this, this discovery, this process is that we get to be in a constant state of 
uncovering or unearthing ourselves. So we can use our chart to do that. And like I said, I do it every day. I tap in, I see what's up. I feel into areas I haven't looked at before, or if a planet is speaking to me at the time, as most of you know, um, the planets channel through me, I hear their messages, I hear their frequencies, they make me read books about them when one is heightened, um, they, they, they talk through me. And so you might feel that too, where you're just feeling this intense knowing that a certain planet needs to talk through you, then you can pop over to your chart and say, okay, Jupiter what do you need to tell me within my own chart? And then maybe looking at the transits and asking, what do you need to tell me within your transiting experience through my chart, Jupiter? What do you want to teach me about abundance, about luck, about hope, about faith, about overindulgence, about excess, about wasted energy, about the fluctuation of expanding, about the shift in my belief systems, about my own rigidity, about releasing rigidity, right? There's so many stories the planets can tell you if you're willing to listen. So that is all I have to say on this beautiful topic of the abundance codes of the Jupiter Neptune conjunction, which is approaching and feel free to join me this Saturday for the Jupiter Neptune conjunction workshop, masterclass, all the things we're going to be getting down and dirty about what to expect from this transit and how to use the actual portal we're moving through to call in more abundance more desire, more excitement, and turn on the part of you that is a natural receiver, okay? The word I want you to sit with over the next little while is receptivity. Are you in a state of receiving? Or are you in a state of rejecting, of intolerance, of pushing? Are you in a state of flow? Are you in a state of receiving? Are you allowing? These are the big, big questions that are going to come up for you. Wherever that is happening within your chart, I encourage you to go and check out what is going on within your house of Pisces around 23 degrees Pisces, around 23 degrees Virgo, around 23 degrees Sag, 23 degrees Gemini. Those are the points where we're going to have the activation, I guess is the word, of that the conjunction. Okay. So whether you're having the conjunction on your Pisces points, the opposition on your Virgo points or the squares on your Gemini and, uh, on your Sagittarius points, you get to tap in and say, what is happening within this realm of my life that I need to tap into right now. And the other thing is that if you don't have any placements there, maybe just tap into the Pisces, uh, slice of your astrological pie and question what house is being activated and then tapping into that house and saying what area of my life is really being changed through this 200 year portal that we get to have and get to experience here on earth. So I'm sending you so much love today. Let me know what you think about all this stuff coming up. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. And remember, if you'd like to join me for the Abundance Codes, we begin April 1st and we are diving so deep into where are you feeling unaligned in calling in abundance into your life? What does abundance truly mean to you? And how can you begin to break 
bowels of poverty. Look at your own cosmic coding and understand where you naturally receive, where you naturally take action, and how you can become in a state of greater alignment to call in all of your desires, all of the good, all of the wonderful things this life on earth has to offer. Check out the show notes to join me.